Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web. We invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. Today's special guest is Dr. Andrew Whitman, leadership expert and author of Ground Zero Leadership, CEO of you, and he reveals five insider secrets about stress control and conflict management that even the highest levels of leadership don't know. So welcome, Andrew. Hey, what's going on, Stace? Nothing much. I mean, you're telling me that the biggest of the bigs, the biggest cheese of the biggest cheeses, the highest levels of management, they do not know what your five secrets are. How could that be? Well, it's kind of, I always say it's like the Michael Jordan phenomenon, right? Like Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, but he cannot teach anybody else what it is that he does. He has no idea what it is that he does, and he cannot duplicate the process. He just goes out and, and does it. Yeah, they're to- they might be doing these things, but they have no idea what it is they're doing. It's somehow they fell into it, and or it's talent, it's ability, and, and they've dialed it in, but they can't tell you what they're doing. They can't articulate it, and they definitely can't teach somebody else how to do it. Like Michael Jordan could never teach anybody how to right. be Michael Jordan. He just does it. So I know one of the first secrets, and maybe they don't want to know this secret, yeah, that right. my they boss right, is not really my boss. So what do you mean by that? I mean, if you've ever held a job, you know, a boss right. is a boss. Right, but they're not. So I'm the boss of me. I'm CEO of me, right? So I lease my services to whoever I'm working for. Whether I get a W-2 or a 1099, I'm leasing my services, and my boss is actually my customer. They're not my boss. It takes all the power away from the boss. The company has no power over me because they are my customer. And, you know, and I always think you think of yourself as the center point of a compass, whether it's managing up or you have subordinates managing down or it's your peers managing your peers. Everyone is your customer. And listen, I will give you great customer service. But at any time, if you're that difficult of a customer, I could fire you as a customer. Well, if you fire your boss as a customer, you're leaving that job, right? Right. Right. So then what? So then you, you go find another customer. So this is what I was like, and you're a sports, you know, kind of junkie like I am. So I always use Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is CEO of him. When the Colts let him go, was he interviewing for other jobs or was he uh, checking other places out, deciding where he's going to go? Is he trying to get a job or is he picking where he's going to go? Oh, he's picking. Right, because he's CEO of him. He knows he's just leasing his services. So here's the deal be a a walking solution to every problem. I will solve every problem that my boss has. I'll give them great customer service. But if they're that difficult that they're making me miserable, I'll go take my solutions to some other team, organization, job, and solve their problems. Hmm. Now, one of the other secrets you talk about are the differences between truth and fact. What are they? Yeah, this is huge. And so, you know, I was a former cop. And so um, whenever I was doing a kid, do you ever watch Law and Order? Did you ever watch that show? Unfortunately not. No. Uh, Perry, uh, Matlock, Perry Mason. I'm just checking your age right now, actually. <laughs> I <know. laughs> ah, yeah, I saw Perry Mason. What's up? You're old like me. No. Okay, so on these on these crime shows, right, a, a court, what gets entered into evidence? Facts or truth? Uh, I want to say, I want evidence. Yeah, well, evidence. It's got to be. I want to say facts. It is. It's facts. Facts get entered mm-hmm. into evidence. But what do the witnesses swear to tell? Oh, the truth. Uh, the truth. But which one's more reliable, the evidence or the eyewitness? Evidence. Right. So there is a difference between fact and truth. 
There's a huge difference. Facts are what they are. Truth is your perception of the facts. And everybody comes with a different perception, a different opinion, different baggage, and they view the facts differently. And if you separate out the two, seeing a lot of leaders, even the highest leaders, do not separate fact and truth. And this is where conflicts happen because I could say uh, something that means something like ASAP. If I said I need this ASAP, is ASAP a fact or a truth? That, that means two different things to two different people. Like I need it as soon as possible. Well, as soon as I could possibly get to it is 2052 before retirement because I got other things to do. Right. Or you can even take it further. ASAP may mean something from a tree. That could be like that. But yeah, right. <laughs> That's a goofball. Right. But so and a fact is I need this on Wednesday, you know, and then give me the date and the time. Right. So, but it's too, but that's where things, you know, people will be like, well, that guy was a jerk. Is that a fact or a truth? That guy was arrogant. Is that a fact or a truth? They disrespected me. Is that a fact or a truth? See, tell me the facts of the behavior that made you draw the conclusion or have the opinion that they disrespected you. Because a lot of times people think their boss is a jerk. Now, that's the truth, man. Tell me what it is that they're doing. What's the facts of the behavior? Well, they made me work hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Well, let's see. We have two more secrets to get through. One is you you do not you, you cannot give anyone anything that you don't have. Talk about that for a second. Right. So the number one need of all human beings is acceptance. And the number one fear of all human beings is rejection. And the way the, uh, the self-esteem numbers are just awful, like 85% of two-year-olds have a healthy self-esteem, which is great. But by the time you're a teenager, it goes down to 5%. Only five out of 100 teenagers have a healthy self-esteem. And when you become an adult from age 24 all the way to the grave, the numbers peak out at 30%. So that means seven out of every 10 adults are looking to have their number one need met by other people that haven't accepted themselves and they can't offer acceptance because you can't give anybody anything you don't have. Like if I didn't have a hundred dollar bill, I couldn't give you a hundred dollar bill. If I haven't accepted myself, I can't accept you. So now I have two people in the same space fearing rejection and can't possibly accept the other one, but that's what they're looking for from the other person. So basically your parting piece of advice, Dr. Andrew Whitman, would be you got to accept yourself. You said be CEO of you. Be your own boss. Be in control. That's it. Go love yourself first, and then you can love everybody else. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Whitman. And to learn much more about Andrew Whitman, his book, Ground Zero Leadership, CEO of You, and, of course, what he can do for you or your company, go visit his website, GetWarriorTough.com. That's GetWarriorTough.com. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm. Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.